Welcome back to the Evolution Podcast. My name is Jeff Bayless. You can follow me on Instagram at Jeff Bayless underscore. In this episode, I'm going to talk to you about broken dreams. I walk a lonely road, the only one that I have ever known. Welcome into another episode. I appreciate you tuning in today. Uh, a lot going on in my life. Uh, I'm sure there's a lot going on in yours. And so I think sometimes in sharing these stories and uh, kind of just not necessarily having a full set intention, like I don't have any notes in front of me for this one because so much has happened uh, that I want to pour it out as it comes up. Uh, it's So it's intentional. I want to have it pour out as it comes up and then I want it to be relatable to you. So there's some lesson here that you can apply uh, in your own life for yourself. Okay. And so what's coming up for me is being alone a lot. I'm, 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 I'm in this place where even though I'm surrounded by people, you know, be at work or some other um, place where there are people around, I feel like, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm getting pulled in a bunch of different directions and I, yeah, I find myself, even though, uh, around others somewhat isolated. Right. And I'll, I'll explain why I feel that way and how that manifested. And then hopefully you can make this applicable to your life or maybe some scenario. <clears throat> so historically what has happened in my life is that uh, and I'm sure many of us can relate when you're good at something, then it, it billows the flames of your ego that you just want to do it more. Right. And so what happened for me with the military and triathlon was that that billowed the flame of my ego. And so I just, I did it to the extreme and I'm sure that there are people that, uh, get the accolades, they get the trophies, they get the validation, uh, you know, for, for other things, maybe you're a great chef and I, I'm not encouraging people to quit, uh, things are good at what I'm saying is we need to have a healthy relationship with that. Right. We need to know when to say enough or this is out of balance. Right. Uh, I could do a whole episode on balance as well, but we need to know when to say, okay, I'm good at that. Great. It's something I do. It's not who I am. So what happened for me was, uh, basically I was, I, I was finding myself very good at my job and I was thriving in, in this work and it was demanding a lot of time, 80 hours a week I'm talking about. And what happened was that was fueling my ego in many ways, um, my wallet certainly wasn't hurting. Uh, my accolades weren't hurting. People were telling me that I'm doing a great job. Uh, every, every single possible win was being achieved, right? Until it wasn't. Until 
my wife is upset because I'm never around. And so, you know, she's planning her own weekend adventures until I had to cancel Easter on my kids on Thursday. I had to tell them wouldn't be able to make it to church on Sunday. And so the lesson here is I saw myself going down the same rabbit hole that I went down six, seven, eight years ago. And I had to zoom out and say, whoa, man, let's not let history repeat itself where, you know, you're going to find yourself all alone. You know, we're all, uh, you know, this is uh, Rick Alexander's book. Uh, I completely recommend it. He was on a few episodes ago. Uh, ambitious heroes and heartaches. Uh, I say that all the time, you know, we're all extremely ambitious. We're all extremely positive. We want the best possible outcome. We want everything to click on all cylinders in our personal, professional, and in, in, in every facet of your life. Of course, you want that to be optimized. That's why you're listening to this podcast, because you're trying to optimize in some way, shape, or form. You're trying to, you know, level up, or you wouldn't be listening to me. I promise you. You Congratulations for even being here, because if you're here, you care enough about expanding your consciousness, about about gaining some wisdom through somebody else's heartache, right? And we're all extremely ambitious, extremely, we, we mean well, we want well, we, we want to do the best, we, we want to achieve the highest standard, the highest possible thing that can be achieved. We want that. We want it for, for others. We want it for ourselves. We want everything to be the best. We want the best car. We want the best spouse. We want the best kids. We want to say they went to a great school and that they played D1 uh, sports and that, you know, we, we want all of these things. We want, 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 want all these things. And then when it doesn't happen, we're just full of heartache, just full of heartache. So it goes back to balance. You know, you're going to be this ambitious hero full of heartache. You know, you're going to be this, this uh, extremely positive person completely let down because you got down one rabbit hole and that was the only thing that uh, was filling your bucket that was bringing you joy. And I saw that going on, man. I saw it where, you know, there's a difference in loyalty and, you know, just completely selling out, right? There's a difference in drinking the Kool-Aid and mainlining the Kool-Aid, right? And, you know, basically... um, I had to stand up for myself and say enough's enough. You know, I had to stand up and say, I'm just not going to do that. And, you know, I think the lesson here, you know, we're we're all in this boulevard of broken dreams, right? We're all these, we've got, we're full of ambition, you know, we're we're just really, and, and what makes it harder is like when you're good at something, you know, but then you go home and then you're full of heartache because, you sacrifice so much, and the, and and we we as a culture, uh, we we applaud this behavior. And to what end? And to what end that your kids don't know you? And to what end? Uh, you know, you you just take on more responsibility without more pay. Right. To what end? Um, I think we should strive for great things. I also think. We should create some balance in our life so that we don't end up with this massive amount of heartache, with this massive amount of of um, problems, that, any suffering that could have been avoided, uh, uh, avoidable suffering. But it takes guts, guys. It really does. It takes a lot of guts. It takes a lot of guts to say, 
That's something I'm not willing to do. That is a bridge too far. That is, um, it's not a hill I'm going to die on and I'm still not going to do it. Uh, You know, I have to set up a healthy boundary here. I have to earn your respect by, by saying I'm not going to do it. Right. Sometimes that's the hardest thing. We, we think that we're going to earn somebody's respect by saying yes to what they want us to do. When in fact, if you do what you know in your heart, you already know what the right thing is. You know what it is. You know what it is. You already know. Can you zoom out and ask yourself that question? What is the right thing to do here? Or am I just doing what the other person wants me to in a relationship? Hey, I need you to do X, Y, and Z for me. You already know what the right thing to do is. Do you have the the fortitude to do the right thing even when it's hard? And it it may cost you, you know, uh, to be perfectly transparent with you guys, I may lose my job over telling uh, my boss that I was not willing to work on Easter Sunday. Uh, I'm just not going to do it. Uh, it it isn't uh, it isn't an emergent situation that requires uh, my presence, and it uh, you know I'm just I'm not going to be bullied. I'm not going to let my family uh, continue to suffer. Uh, and so I, you know, what I'm saying here is this is a shit sandwich that I'm willing to eat. Uh, I, I try not to use profanity, uh, unless it's really necessary, but you get my point, right? It, this is a, this is a cross I'm willing to die on. This is a burden I'm willing to shoulder. This is something that I feel so strongly about that if it does result in my termination, then it was probably the best thing anyway because I'm already uh, operating in a vacuum. I'm already at the no, right? They say that in sales. Uh, I've never worked in sales, uh, but they say in sales, you know, you're already at the no, right? So any pitch, any any conversation, you're trying to get to the yes. You're already at a no. So if you don't try, you're already at the no, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. So rather than find yourself alone, full of all of this ambition, all of this drive, all of this, go get it, which guys, if you know me, you know, like I go get it. I get after it. I work out every day. I'm, you know, I I monitor my finances. I, I, I charge at work. I don't even take a lunch break. Like once I hit the deck, that's it. Like we're going, we're going until we're not going. And then I unplug the battery. So I'm, I'm not saying that we don't go after the things that we want in life. Absolutely. I want you to go do that. I want you to well, let's just take a minute. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm getting fired up here. Let's just take a minute and think about two, two sides of this coin. Okay. So what is something that you're really good at that you want to go after? Think about it. Okay. You got it. You got it in your mind what that thing is. Okay. Now ask yourself, what is either the opportunity cost or the direct cost? And by opportunity cost, I mean by going after that thing, what are you not going after? Okay. And what is the direct cost? By going after that thing, what do you straight up have to give away? Time with your family? Money? Validation? Your spirituality? Your relationship? Your health? Now, to avoid heartache, to avoid being on this path of broken dreams, 
even though you have all this ambition, right, to avoid being on this path of broken dreams, at what cost are you willing to take that on? That's the question. That's the punchline. That's the mojo. That's that's the action item. That's that's the this key decision factor. What are you willing to pay to get there? Look at Olympic at- athletes. Absolutely top shelf athletes. Tip of the spear. The absolute best. What did they pay to get there? Are you willing to pay for that? You know, you see all these motivational speakers. And hey, look, I've done a lot of public speaking. You know, I'm, I'm not downing anybody for getting up there and being a, a public speaker or a motivational speaker. I think that that is necessary. Like the Tony Robbins in the world, they have a place. They have a place. You know, the David Goggins in the world, they have a place. I'm just a regular dude with a little bit of wisdom sharing that it has a place, but it's not, it's not where you live, most likely. If you're listening to this, you're not Tony Robbins. Most likely, you're a person doing your very best to make it through each day so when you rest your head on the pillow at night, you can say, I was a good mom. I'm a good partner. I'm, I'm good at my job. And that requires you to make these decisions. And with each decision, you have to decide what shit sandwich you're willing to eat. What if standing up for your principles? What if standing up for your family? What if standing up for something you believe in? You know? What if, what if somebody in your workplace made a racist comment and they're a bully and you stood up against them? Are you willing to get fired over that? It's, it's a good question, you know? Are you willing to stand up and, and do what is right even when it's the hardest damn thing to do in the world? I faced that this week. There's going to probably be some sort of consequence for my decision. But that is a decision. That is a consequence that I can hit the pillow at night even if I lose my job. Even if I lose some friendships. When my head hits the pillow at night, I can say, I did the right thing. I did the right thing. Can you say that? Can you can you ask yourself, where in my life am I am I thriving? Where where am I just surviving? And in the shadow work here, you know, like Carl Jung talks about shadow work. So in the shadow work, in those areas that you're thriving, can you be objective enough to look at them and say, do I have a healthy balance with this? Or am I, am I going too deep? See, and, and the reason I share this, guys, is because this is my fault. This is my problem. This is, this is a character flaw of mine. And it gets validation. You know, I get, I get applause for it. People, people will definitely uh, give me standing ovations for it, you know. Uh, but the gift is to zoom out objectively and say, okay, that I don't need to be this big hero. for. I don't need to be your hero. I don't need to be your guru. I don't need, uh, you know, there's, there's a million jobs out there, you know. What, what... Are you willing to sacrifice? And it's very hard for those of us that have served in the military or that are continuing to serve in the military because we get these marching orders, 
right? And we get accustomed to be given orders. I used to say this all the time, you know, I would, I would brief the commanding officer for an amphibious onload, offload, uh, you know, an, an execution, a, a raid, uh, whatever military exercise we were doing, or maybe it was real time, you know, maybe it was, um, going down to Haiti and capturing a bunch of drugs, uh, and, and, uh, bad guys, you know, I mean, I would brief how I thought we should do it. And then once I was heard and the commanding officer or whoever was operationally in control of me, if they would give me a different order, got it. I was heard, I was dismissed and I'm going to carry on with the mission, right? Uh, those of you that are, or have been, or know chief petty officers operate this way inside the chief's mess and not to make this all about military. It's not, but what the way the chief's mess operates is they go inside the closed doors and they might argue and scream and fight. And once they come out of those doors, whatever that decision is, they all own it as if, or they should <laughs> all own it as if that was their decision, right? If, if my boss told me something and I didn't agree with it, I would still do it and I would own the decision. Now that's leadership, right? until it spills over into your personal life. So let's, let's take this away from work. Let's take it. Let's just say it's something that you're doing that you're over invested in. You're overzealous about, you have no balance with it. Right. And and it's just fueling your ego. It's just saying you're like, you're getting a thousand likes on Facebook and a hundred thousand hearts on Instagram. And you're getting all these followers and everybody's telling you that you're the best. You're the best. You're the best. And I need my pound of flesh out of you because of it. Are you man or woman enough to stand up and say, this is wrong. And if it costs me this, if it costs me X amount of money, if it costs me this car that I'm driving that I'm no longer going to be able to afford, if it costs me uh, coming to this place with these people that I like, if it costs me this routine that I'm used to, if it costs me the uh, the applause I get or the good jobs I get or the attaboys or the pats on the back. If it costs me that, it's something I'm willing to do. And that was a hard question I had to ask myself this week. I don't know what's going to happen. I hope I keep my job. If I don't, I did the right thing. I know I did. I'm going to sleep tonight. I've, I've, I've worked on my marriage I've protected my kids. I know that, uh, you know, this goes to optionality. I know there's other things out there for me if this doesn't work out. And so, you know, we say the things we need to hear. We write the things we need to read. I, I want this to, to resonate with you. And I want you to kind of ask yourself, are there areas of your life where you're thrusting so hard and you're sacrificing so much that maybe it's a shit sandwich you don't need to eat. Maybe, just maybe, from my hard-earned wisdom, for me screwing this up for 39 years, maybe finally I stood up for what was right and it may cost me. But I'm prioritizing things that are valuable to me that help me grow and transcend this human experience. Money is not going to transcend this human experience. Money is simply, money is simply that it's paper. Money is energy really is what it is. Money can buy you optionality. It can buy you things. Uh, it can buy you 
I guess it can buy you some experiences, but it can't, it can't fulfill you, right? It, 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 it can't make your problems go away. In fact, chasing money or operating in the scarcity mindset can only leave you empty and barren. It's the experiences. It's the wisdom. It's the growth. It's the journey. It's the climb. It's the, it's the desire. It's the drive. It's the, the hunger. It's the yearn for more. It's the, the love, man. I don't know why that word just came to mind, but it's, it's just the love. You need to feel the love. And if you're not feeling the love, it's, it's probably not good energy to be surrounding yourself with. It's probably not something you should be a part of. I don't, I don't want you guys to have to suffer like I did for the first, I don't know, 35 years of my life. Just not being able to stand up for what I know is right because I was chasing the dream or chasing the thing that I thought once I got there, I would have arrived, right? Once I get this title, boom, I'm happy. Well, guess what? You get that title, you're not happy. And what happened in the meantime? You lost your family. You lost your friends. You've moved 17 times. You're in debt. You're underweight, you're stressed out. It's a balance, you know? And last thing, I guess, maybe not the last thing, I don't know. This is just a stream of consciousness here, but one of the final thoughts I have on this is you definitely teach people how to treat you. So if you're in a situation where people are demanding things from you that you don't think is right, and you say yes to that, You've now taught them that you're going to be a doormat. You've now taught them that it's okay to treat you that way. Now, I'll just be matter of fact with you. I was told, I don't give a fuck about your family. Pardon my friends, but I had to say it because that's exactly what was said to me. And it took me 24 hours to kind of get that together, to, to actually think that through. And what that meant to me. And so had I laid down on that. And and just said okay. Yes sir I need my job. Had I laid down on that. Which dream would I have broken? The dream where. I'm, I'm a successful businessman. Or the dream where I'm just a good human being. That stands up for what is right. teach people how to treat you I stood up for what I believe in I think uh, I think there's going to be a consequence but it's it's one I'm willing to pay and uh, I would challenge you to consider some area of your life where you're being pushed in a direction you don't think is right think about it are you are you are you saying yes because it's the right thing to do? Or are you saying yes because you're afraid of a broken dream? You're afraid of the heartache. You're afraid of the consequence. Well, every decision has a consequence. Which one are you willing to take? I love you guys. If this made any sense to you at all. It resonated. If you got anything out of it, hit me up. Jeff Bayless underscore on Instagram. Share it with a friend. Give me a review. Um, I welcome any feedback. I love you guys. That's why I do this. Again, 
do it because it's the right thing to do. See you next time. The Evolution Podcast. Oh,